Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Barbecue Bacon Angus at Macca's. The name says it all, really. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Yes, indeed. On a Monday night, as we do, for uh, half an hour following uh, a big day in sport here on SCN and following uh, the guys on uh, Sports Day. First serve up after 8 o'clock always on a uh, Monday night, a staple, talking uh, the world of tennis as we turn into uh, week two of the championships at Wimbledon. Extended uh, show till 11 o'clock uh, tonight. We'll be heading over to SW19, uh, talking tennis uh, close to home. But uh, it is uh, your chance over the next uh, half hour to have, if you haven't, have your say on the day in sport. Give us a call. Harcourt's open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six For all things real estate, speak to Harcourt's. You'll move your Harcourt's. If you prefer to text tonight, you can do on the temper. A mattress like no other. Almost didn't get up uh, today, such as the nature of... Uh, working and burning the midnight oil uh, covering uh, Wimbledon the last two weeks. The uh, beautiful temper was uh, just stuck in there beautifully. And uh, anyway, here we are, adrenaline pumping and uh, the Matchday guys just uh, raising to get ourselves up uh, tonight. A big weekend of footy. I enjoyed being at Marvel Stadium uh, yesterday to see the Bombers uh, onslaught of the Crows. Could have been a lot uh, more. Crows worked their way back, such as the momentum shifts of uh, games of uh, footy. So it was good to do that. Uh, in between and take a, a good uh, close-up look at uh, Essendon and their stocks. Uh, it's a fascinating ladder, isn't it? Happy to have your say. If you haven't jumped on the phone uh, today on the day in sport, we'll go through some of the news. If you've missed it, uh, hear from uh, some of the voices of the day. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Harcourt's open line 0433981116 on the temper text. Uh, Brett Phillips with you uh, tonight. The AFL ladder, Collingwood, Port Adelaide, 56 points apiece. Brisbane, a couple of games behind in third on 48. The Demons fourth on 40. The Bombers fifth. That's how significant yesterday was at Marvel Stadium on 36 points. The Saints maintaining their spot in the top eight. You feel like their season is absolutely dangling by a thread. Uh, the Western Bulldogs and St Kilda on 36 points, separated by 3%, 6 and 7. The Cats, of course, climb into the eight. Uh, demolishing the Kangaroos as expected on their home turf uh, yesterday, 34 points. Adelaide on 32 in ninth spot. That's a great game uh, coming up this weekend against uh, the informed GWS Giants who are motoring along uh, beautifully at the moment, playing a great brand of footy, but this will be uh, a huge test uh, for them uh, going to a place where Adelaide are a totally different football team. We know they've been carving up opposition teams at home this year, very much a work in progress on the road the Crows to try and replicate their home form. Uh, Carlton have got a pulse, uh, 30 points. And it'd be fair to say the Gold Coast and Fremantle are absolutely spluttering at the moment. I uh, just heard on Sports Day there, of course, some uh, thoughts of uh, Justin Longmuir, the Fremantle coach, uh, really in despair at their starts, which have been uh, diabolical this year. And the Gold Coast Suns, well, their season is uh, getting away. Very honest uh, for a half, but it only takes uh, one quarter uh, as Carlton have found out, as Collingwood have found out, 
And as Port Adelaide found out over the weekend, and you get some uh, pretty easy separation on the Gold Coast in the space of uh, 30 minutes. Apart from that, they were pretty competitive for three quarters. What are you making of uh, the season? Who gets in to these last couple of spots inside the top eight? Let us know your thoughts over the next uh, 20-odd minutes. one three hundred seven three six. 736. So just some of the uh, news of the day that has uh, been floating around. The AFL has announced that over 5 million fans have attended the first 17 uh, rounds of the season, breaking the previous record set in 2019 by 60,000. The average round attendance is now at 305,000 fans per round, the highest on record. It's a good season, certainly, to uh, to get to the footy. Even if your team is uh, battling a little bit, it is always uh, the toughest period when you're following a team that you know are some way off it, uh, whether you're following the Hawks, whether you're following North Melbourne, who I think would be testing uh, their fans' patience at the moment, expecting a lot better, particularly out of that uh, senior group and obviously not quite certain when Alistair Clarkson is going to take uh, the reins again. You feel like even if that's the case in the next uh, few weeks, it's not going to make... Uh, a huge amount of difference the way the season is sort of unfolding for uh, the Kangaroos. And uh, we know it's uh, pretty tough being a West Coast fan at the moment. But uh, fans uh, still uh, who are loyal to their footy clubs are coming in uh, very good numbers. So Fremantle midfielder Caleb Sarong will miss a match for rough conduct. So he made that dangerous tackle on uh, former teammate Adam Chera yesterday in an incident that was great as careless, medium impact and also high contact. Uh, Essendon Ruckman Andrew Phillips will miss a game after a high bump on uh, Riley O'Brien. We got to see that up close doing the game uh, yesterday with uh, uh, the car sales replay, uh, swinging into uh, full gear on a few angles. It was very similar, wasn't it, to uh, uh, the Gary Rowan uh, glancing uh, blow. What was the other one that comes to mind? Uh, Very similar across uh, the weekend. But as soon as we saw that from a few angles in the close-up, uh, you uh, suspect that Andrew Phillips was going to be in a bit of strife. He'll miss one game after that high bump on that Riley O'Brien, graded as careless, medium impact and uh, high contact. Not sure when uh, big Sam Draper's uh, due back. I'll uh, check the injury list uh, for the Bombers. Notice he was on the bench uh, yesterday with a headset on and uh, doing a little bit of coaching. But with uh, Phillips out, they'd love Draper to come uh, back into the team for that big game against uh, the Cats uh, coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, North Melbourne defender Griffin Logue has uh, ruptured his ACL. He'll miss the next year after uh, suffering the injury in the Kangaroos' defeat to Geelong yesterday. Yeah, hobbled off. Didn't look uh, great, as uh, Jared just alluded to on uh, Sports Day. If uh, you know Ben Mackay uh, doesn't uh, stay in the North Melbourne colours uh, next year, gee, a couple of key pillars could be uh, missing uh, down back. Uh, for the Kangaroos. Essendon defender Jordan Ridley. He's been cleared of a serious knee injury. He's a chance to play Geelong this Saturday night. He hyperextended his knee yesterday against Adelaide. It was fascinating. I had Bretton Sanderson and also Michael Barlow alongside me in commentary uh, yesterday, and we had a bird's-eye view sitting over the top of the uh, Essendon interchange. And Jordan Ridley, it, it didn't look good, no doubt, and we didn't expect him to take any further part in that match. Uh, went down the race, came back with the strapping on the left knee, was put uh, back on the ground at the same time that Mason Redmond uh, clutched at his hamstring a few times. Eventually, he made his way uh, to the bench. And at that stage, Dylan Shield hadn't been activated as the sub. It was uh, a chaotic uh, bench there for a little period. And, yeah, that's um, it's, uh, good news for Ridley because he is as important as anyone in that back half. Uh, it's a good back six uh, for the Bombers, taking a close look uh, yesterday. Um, a really cohesive uh, back six 
who have got good synergy between them, good understanding. Uh, Ridley, uh, Laverde doing a nice job uh, down there. Uh, Redmond, of course, provides the dash. I mean, to kick that goal so early in the piece, he's uh, one that you would want to be sitting on anywhere around the 50, uh, a bit like uh, Daniel Rich um, in his uh, vintage years, just hovering around the 50, looking for that goal from uh, outside. So, yeah, they need their uh, their back six to be in uh, good nick. In fact, one off the text and uh, a, a good text too, Ben Hobbs getting some well-deserved plaudits at BP. But for mine, Jai Caldwell uh, needs to be given some love also, starting to show just why he was so highly uh, regarded at the Giants, uh, Christian Bateman's Bay. Yeah, really impressed with young Hobbs uh, yesterday. I thought he was terrific. He won some really good ball, good decision maker, uh, puts his head over it. And, and Jai Caldwell also uh, did a lot of grunt work under the pack. So I think it was a nice mixture for the Bombers yesterday. Some uh, really good work in close. So their inside game and then their outside game spreading. Uh, they, they had the balance uh, right there, defending well, and then really on the counteract uh, going bang. And uh, that's what you can do at uh, Marvel Stadium. Uh, even when Essendon weren't a great team, think through the John Walsfold years, the Ben Rutten years. They had days out at Marvel uh, where they could pile on some uh, pretty good scores. Uh, Hawthorne's uh, Seamus Mitchell is the AFL Rising Star nominee for Round 17. 20 disposals, six contested touches. Had the four tackles for the Hawks against GWS in that game at uh, Giants Stadium. They they hung around all day, didn't they, uh, the Hawks? But the, the Giants just uh, found a way, as they have been doing, uh, across a pretty tight season for them where their games have... Uh, gone deep into the last quarters. Sometimes they've got up. Sometimes they've been overrun. Really, just that outlier game against Collingwood where they uh, were not in the game at all at the MCG game back a number of weeks ago. Uh, the Perfect 10 AFL Coaches Association votes from the weekend. Shea Bolton, Harris Andrews, Stephen Canelio, Stephen May, Connor Rosie, Adam Chera. So the leaderboard still has uh, Nick Dacos at the top. 91, Zach Butters on 77, Christian Petrarca, on 76, and Lockie Neal on 70. The coaches' votes are from the weekend. If you want to weigh in to the footy weekend, one three hundred seven three six seven three six on the Harcourt's open line. Temper text, shoot those through, 433 As I look ahead to round 18, Thursday night footy, Sydney and the Dogs. Gee, every game's got significance, hasn't it? Melbourne and Brisbane, huge at the MCG Friday night. Collingwood, Fremantle, big game Saturday at the MCG. The Gold Coast and St Kilda, a massive game at Heritage Bank Stadium. Carlton have found their mojo. Can they knock off Port? 13 straight wins. Geelong and Essendon, massive game. Adelaide and the Giants. North Melbourne and Hawthorns, even a significant game for two teams uh, down the, uh, the bottom of the table, trying to finish one better than each other. And then for West Coast, well, they get another opportunity at home to be competitive like they were against the Saints a couple of weeks ago in Richmond. Well, they lose that. They're dumb. They've got to keep winning and they wouldn't want to lose to West Coast over in uh, Perth. one uh, 736 736 if you want to uh, give us a call. So all those games mean something in the last uh, stretch of the season. Uh, disgraced uh, former footballer Barry Cable has been stripped of his Sport Australia Hall of Fame honours after a judge found he had sexually abused a Perth girl at the height of his uh, playing career. So that is a uh, sad state of affairs, no doubt, with uh, Barry Cable, and uh, rightly so. Uh, some of those great honours taken away, as we saw with the AFL uh, Hall of Fame 
a couple of uh, weeks ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, you never like to see that happen, but the right decisions uh, certainly have been made. As I touched on with Jared uh, and Sam on Sports Day uh, about 20 minutes ago in tennis news from overnight, and no doubt we'll expand on this on the first serve. Uh, coming up after 8 o'clock, uh, Belarusian Victoria Azarenka says it wasn't fair that she was booed off court by Wimbledon fans after losing a thriller to uh, Ukraine's Alina Svitolina. Look, I've spoken a little bit on the SCN network uh, today about it. And look, a lot of fans who not only go to the tennis, but to sport in general these days, and I'm not trying to separate myself as someone who's not uh, a fan going out in the crowd, but I just shake my head, uh, to be totally honest, of uh, the booing for the sake of booing and not really understanding the situation. But as Alina Svitolina and Victoria Azarenka made comment after that match, they feel the tours need to do a better job here because the Russian and the Belarusian players know that the Ukrainian players are not going to shake hands. That's the decision they've made. It's nothing personal, as uh, both have touched on. These two, uh, Svitolina and Azarenka, have known each other for quite some years. They have a healthy respect for each other. They like each other. They play the best women's match of the tournament last night that went deep into the uh, third set, 11-9 in the uh, the match tiebreak. And it had all the drama and momentum shifts that you love about uh, live sport. It was emotional out there, particularly for uh, Svitolina, coming back, making a second consecutive major quarterfinal after giving birth in the last uh, 12 months. So Azarenka, unlike Arena Sabalenka, who I don't think deliberately did this, at uh, the French Open, who walked to the net expecting uh, a handshake. Well, that's the way it was perceived. And then the fans actually booed uh, Svitolina. But Azarenka walked towards her chair, gave Svitolina a little thumbs up. Well played, too good. Uh, There's a healthy respect. She knew she wasn't going to get a handshake. So the crowd then interpret that as Azarenka not wanting to shake the hands So I can understand people aren't necessarily across world affairs and um, and maybe not uh, right in the know of uh, the war and the ramifications of that, certainly from a tennis point of view. There's a lot of people who come to the tennis, who come to sport, who don't necessarily follow the sport passionately or know all the ins and outs. They're theatre goers who like going to a live event and are not attuned with every single issue uh, going on. But yeah, I can understand the reaction to Victoria Zarenka last night after she's just played one hell of a match and left nothing in the locker room. Why the hell am I being booed uh, for my efforts uh, last night? It's not my choice not to uh, shake hands. In golf news, American Alison Corpus won by three shots of her nearest competitors to win the US Women's Open at beautiful uh, Pebble Beach, uh, one of the great uh, golf courses. Also, Cam Smith uh, won the Live Golf at London event over the weekend in his final leading event before defending his title at the Open in a few weeks' time, the British Open always. A great event on the calendar. Just to think the great sport we've had across uh, the weekend with the Ashes, the tennis, the Tour de France, and we know the British Open always uh, follows. So if you're in the UK, uh, a lot of people sort of combine Wimbledon and uh, the British Open together as a couple of great events to uh, go to uh, live. Not sure what course. I know they rotated around all the different courses uh, in uh, in England and Scotland uh, each year. I think there's about four or five golf courses in that rotation. Not sure where it 100% is this year. I'll chase it up uh, during the break. And some F1 news. Uh, Max Verstappen has won the British Grand Prix. Uh, Red Bull stayed uh, unbeaten in 2023, they've equaled uh, McLaren's uh, 1998 record 
of 11 victories in a row. Thank you, Geordie. Royal Liverpool Golf Club hosting uh, the British Open uh, this year. So that is some of the news of the day. Happy for you to weigh in. A bit more news on the other side. Uh, you're listening to the Maccas Run. We are here on SCN, of course, all the way through to 8 o'clock. And then the first serve to take you through your Monday night talking the world of tennis. The Barbecue Bacon Angus at Macca's. The name says it all, really. The Macca's Run. The Macca's Run. Live on your home of sport, SEN. Indeed, someone throw me an Angus to get me through uh, the night. Uh, 1-300-736-736. Brett Phillips in the chair. It is, uh, no doubt, it's the best time of the year for sport, isn't it? There are screens, I imagine, in your house uh, going on everywhere. I was in doing the tennis uh, for the host broadcaster, a nine last night, and it was so hard not to be just focused on the ashes. And the great finish at uh, Headingley, the series is alive. I think that's good. Uh, I love the Australian cricket team to uh, always win, but you also love a, a competitive series, particularly a best of five that will go down to the wire. And uh, there is something about those ashes crowds over in the UK that it, um, it's just a pretty special uh, place. So the ashes, Wimbledon, the Tour de France, I know a couple of people uh, texted me over the weekend who are in uh, France at the moment to decide to go along to a couple of stages, and it's it's frantic, isn't it? You know, those parts where there's no side barriers up, it's just a free-for-all, and the riders are going through a massive um, you know, fans on either side who are willing them on. Sometimes they lose their bearings, a couple of the fans, and, uh, and get in the way. You've got the support vehicles uh, coming in behind the riders, uh, it reminded me of being on a motorbike in Bali uh, many, many years ago where you'd go around a roundabout and there were no road laws at all. It was just like, you know, we just all know. You're going to zip in there and I'm going to get in there. And, you know, everything just sort of blended together and there were uh, no accidents despite all the the, uh, the chaos. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you want to give us a buzz on the uh, Harcourt's uh, open line. Uh, we might just... Uh, uh, play a couple of grabs from the footy over the weekend. I mentioned uh, the Bombers, and uh, that was a game I called uh, yesterday, and uh, quite a few texts excited about uh, where they're at, what it might become. Let's have a quick listen to the coach, uh, Brad Scott, who was excited, but also uh, just keeping the lid on things. Yeah, we can feel it, and, and we want to make our fans proud, but we're still, you know, I know it sounds boring, but we're just still really focused on on building we said it was going to take some time and I still maintain it is going to take some time we've got a fair um, a fair bit of a, a gap to bridge to the best teams in the competition and but I think the most pleasing thing for us is that you know we, we're just we're competitive against everyone we've had patches of games where we've been under pressure but for the most part we've been pretty competitive so it's a good platform to build on but I'm still more excited about what's to come rather than what we're actually doing at the moment that's uh, a very fair point uh, I mean they're in the eight. Uh, they're, uh, what, 36 points, percentage uh, pretty decent. i tell you who I loved uh, yesterday was uh, Archie Perkins, uh, the short back and sides tackling machine uh, yesterday. You love those guys in a team that they stick tackles. Their tackles don't get broken. They pin the arms. They either get holding the ball or they get a stoppage. I thought he was brilliant yesterday. The other one I love is Sam Durham, who... Had his moment earlier in the year, kicking a, a, a clutch goal uh, for the Bombers. He's just hard at it. No fuss uh, kid. Been on a, a real journey. And uh, Nick Martin in defence, superb. Uh, what a class act. So it's a bit to like, isn't there? And, and Zach Merritt yesterday, to watch him up close. Uh, gee, the ball he wins, where he wins it. And then 
so damaging with that uh, that left foot. You know, anyone that's listened to me long enough at this radio station knows that I love a left footer. It's just a great sight. It's like the single-handed backhand in tennis. To see a left footer on the run, just kicking a big goal from outside 50 or just drilling a pass. They are beautiful kicks of the footy. Not to say the right footers aren't. There's just something about the lefties. The first serve up next to talk the world of tennis, second week of Wimbledon.